0: monster magnet yes it was okay yep that's what i thought
1: that was monster magnet and you guys that was probably one of the craziest shows i've seen because growing um uh, we're rolling now so I, i'm just going with that because you remembered the other band and it kind of really hit me kind of right on the spot you kind of brought me back to a young age i'm sure as you did for yourself uh, <laughs> pretty
0: much yeah uh
1: that show was crazy uh florida was still kind of weird back then you know we still had the uh this kind of fascist thing going on in tampa and st pete and uh you know i remember uh, a lot of the kids that used to beat us up at punk rock shows actually didn't beat us up that night at the show for some reason i don't know why probably because they realized they weren't in the in the same place that they were prior shows I guess back during the eighties <laughs> when they were a little bit more violent, but uh, it, that was a great show. That was, you guys, that show that night really had such an impact on me and my friends. Like we talked about it for weeks on end and uh, Oh, really? Cool. That's cool. Yeah, man. Um, so <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm just going to kind of, this is Tim is the last name Golt.
0: Uh, salt with an S. Salt.
1: i I'm sorry. 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 I meant to say uh, no problem. Tim, and you are the lead guitarist for Clutch. and That is correct. And um, all I'm going to really do is just be like, I want to kind of, you know, start in the beginning. Like, are you, like, where did you originally come from? Like, where is your original hometown?
0: Uh, my original hometown? Uh, I grew up in a bunch of different places, but Clutch uh, is originally based out of Maryland. Okay. Uh, in the Washington D.C. area, we all went to the same high school. Okay. In Germantown, Maryland.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you about Germantown, Maryland. Is that a is it is there a college there as well, or is it just a small working class town kind of deal? Uh,
0: it is a suburb of Washington D.C.
1: Okay. Okay. And, uh... So
0: yeah, it's grown it's grown quite a bit over the years. It's a pretty big town now.
1: Yeah, I could only imagine. Everything around in that area is growing at such a rapid rate. I was up in D.C. probably a half, maybe a year ago and couldn't believe how much things have changed in just. A, I mean, I was there four years prior, and I couldn't believe how much had changed in that town. But uh, so is that that? I'm, I'm guessing going to high school. So you knew all the guys in the band in high school.
0: Um. Actually, you know, I didn't. Not too well. I only knew Dan, our bass player, while we were in high school, and I didn't really know Neil or JP, the drummer or the singer, until after high school. Actually, till one year after high school.
1: Okay. Was it like? Did you all meet up like at a at a show? Was it like you all just kind of knew like each guy? Maybe had some musical uh, abilities, and you were like, "Hey, I heard this guy's a good." you know, singer, this guy's a good drummer? Was that kind of like how the the band kind of came about?
0: Uh, Well, at the time that I started playing with them, they were already playing together with a different guitarist. And this guitarist had decided that he wanted to be the singer of the band. Okay. So he, who was a friend of mine, he was a friend of mine in high school.
1: Right.
0: So he brought me over to play guitar with him singing. His name was Brian.
1: Okay.
0: So he was the original singer. It wasn't Clutch yet. Yeah, right. But it was like a prototyped version of Clutch. Right. So that's how I originally came into the band.
1: Okay. The sound is something that has always... Um, I don't know, stuck out to me I, you, I, I know you live in West Virginia uh, My grandfather's from Clarksville, West Virginia Population now is only like 10,000 I have a lot of family from up there They were loggers And uh, when I heard your music And I hear a lot of it I, I hear a lot of things that I didn't hear From all the other bands at that time period that were coming out that everybody was hitting up. You guys had more of a, uh, oh, it kind of like almost like a, a Appalachian rhythm and blues rock feel to me. Um, and I okay. was wondering, I can, I can accept that. Kind of like it, it, it was very, uh, to me, like very working class, very straightforward I mean I grew up my my stepdad you know he listened to Johnny Winters and Molly Hatchet and all those type of bands so I kind of uh, in a weird way equate you guys to like a, like the newest version of a southern rock band that could ever be like <laughs> like the way that you guys pull off some of these songs or, or it kind of remind me of stuff that I listened to when I was younger but it's done so much better and it seems more thoughtful and so how did you at the time when that when you guys came out the sound of that time period was pretty pretty strong you either had a couple yeah like you were emo or you were this how was it that you guys seem to have like had to have created something that kind of stuck out the way that it did in comparison to the other people that were playing at the time uh, well, I would
0: say by not trying to do any of those things and not really trying to fit in right. with any scene at all. Um, I mean, honestly, when we first started, I felt like, well, what I felt more of a kinship to musically was stuff like Helmet yes, and the Melvins totally. and amphetamine reptile nice. type bands yeah, yeah, yeah. so in the very early days of clutch before we started touring like between you know between our you know our first EP and you know between the time our first album came out right. I always kind of felt like we were a band like that
1: Okay, gotcha.
0: like Helmet or the Melvins yeah. amphetamine reptile kind of stuff um but after our first album came out we started going on tour, playing lots of shows. And it might have just come down to the fact that we were buying Leonard Skinner tapes in truck stops <laughs> at four in the morning. Yeah. That'll and do listening it. Listening to, to Leonard Skinner on long drives.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. That that'll do it to you every time. I mean, the funny part is, is I'm originally from New Hampshire. I moved down to Florida against my will. Uh, my mom brought me down here at a young age. So uh, it's, uh, it's funny that I was able to uh, grow up in a way where I got a, a different sound of music. Because up in New Hampshire, my family, they're yahoos. You know, like Northern Rednecks is what they would call them. Like they all listen to Leonard... Skinnerd and Ted Nugent and they all drive trucks and you know they live on farms and stuff so it's like the that that other part of the family is just as like country as any other part of my family but your guys's music like I said it had such a um it's weird it had such a strange impact on people because I think it was something like you said like you 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 guys felt yourself in this certain Area, But for some reason you seem to still stick out way more than these other bands to me and I don't know why and there's a lot of other people that I've spoken to about you guys and there's the ability for you to write the lyrics that you write that somehow kind of make you question whether or not it's a joke or it's maybe it's a suggestion of what's really going on in society and then along with the the, the music that just kind of gives it a lot of strength. I mean, the music so I mean, the stuff to me you guys write is so powerful, and it's it's got a lot of weight to it, and and it's really it were all of you this um were you was that your was that your goal was that your goal to build a a, a rock band that could do that could that that could grab that emotion and that feeling out of the listener and maybe grab their attention maybe with some ideas from the lyrics and stuff like that
0: uh no i don't think we
1: really ever thought
0: about it that much um, we just always tried to write the best songs that we could you know right we just try to write songs that we like and that we want to play live really
1: right which, which which I was wondering it's you guys have put out quite a bit of 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 work over the years and you've been together this whole time what do you feel is the the, the concrete that keeps the band continuing like it does and able to produce new records that sound different but yet no you know it's clutch and you're like, holy shit, these are all right, twelve more good songs. Like you know, like what what do you feel is that the is it the passion? Is it the drive? Like what is it with you guys? Uh well
0: honestly I think maybe a lot of the it- that holds it together, as you said, is the fact that it's constantly growing and it's moving forward and, you know, we're always gaining new fans and we're always writing new songs. I think that's really the most important thing is the fact that we, you know, we always get together once or twice a week, even during this whole thing and you try to work on new material.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you a question about that. You guys, I noticed you guys have been working a lot during this whole crazy madness, and I'm sure it's been probably stressful for everybody with families and everything. How has it, how has it, like, has that helped you create, I mean, is it uh, kind of stirred up a different type of, of creativity in you in, t- in this type of pressure zone that we're in right now?
0: Uh, maybe a little bit it's not really hugely different for me
1: right
0: i'm sure it is for neil since he writes all the lyrics right but for me i don't really feel that right um but i would love to go out and play some shows
1: i could only imagine <laughs> i see you guys but have we've done been... a couple streaming shows which is kind of awesome and i've been trying to tell a lot of bands in gainesville to start doing that like they could set up a camera in their warehouse and and do a streaming show you know like and invite people on facebook you know like it's it's you have the ability to still do shows but unfortunately it's not the uh that same thing that you like was able to be done before unfortunately
0: uh yeah, it's definitely unfortunate, but luckily we have enough loyal fans that we've been able to do this two two pay-per-view shows so far. Oh, awesome. And you, you know, have people show up to it.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm, I'm sure we'll do more sometime in the future here. But uh yeah, I mean, it's really For us i mean we're just thankful that our fans want to see us play still and are willing to go on the internet and watch us play
1: well see that's the thing like yeah yeah that's i that's (laughs) and that's what i tell my friends who are in bands that i you know other bands that i like i'm like you guys should do this i was like people will watch it you'll be surprised like if you just take that moment and Because like, listen, this is like, again, like what I said about the show is like, this is about the fact that artists give up a lot of themselves and what they write and what they do and to share it with people that they don't know. So there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, it's, it's a lot of work. I, I would, I felt as a musician emotionally to do that but yet it was something that I still had to do because that was the art. That was my love, you know, like it's this kind of push and pull of it's, there's a lot of heart put into it. There's a lot of work, you know, you're not quite sure where you're going to get back from it. Do you feel, um, do you feel in this situation right now that we're in, do you feel a change in music coming? Like as someone, in- Who's been in the in the industry for long enough to, to watch it change how it has with Napster and downloading and all these weird, different weird music things that have happened over the past twenty five years plus. Do you see music changing and it happening in a different way?
0: As far as how people listen to or yes. view or go to concerts or yeah. live music in any way whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, I think that, you know, the promoters and everybody want everything to get back to normal as much as possible.
1: Right.
0: And normal as much as possible is like, you know, a 70,000 capacity metal festival in Germany, (laughs) you know, stuff like that. Right. (laughs) so maybe it's gonna take a long time to get back to the massive festival level yeah and who knows maybe it will never come back right maybe you know concerts will be capped off at you know a certain amount at one point who knows i have i have no idea i'm just hoping they come back soon
1: yeah i really am i mean i i i i don't think you guys should fear too much if you did pay-per-view shows if it didn't and still wrote albums you guys like I said you guys I, I think you'd be alright I'm sure it'd be annoying that you couldn't go on tour because tour is what one of the greatest things to do when you're playing live music like traveling around the country and doing that That is, I mean I was just a roadie I never got to tour in a band I just had to roadie, I roadied for a couple bands so it's like but still it was exciting as all get out for me, you know, I was seeing new things, meeting new people and seeing amazing new bands that I would have never had a chance to see. So I could understand the, uh, the under, I can understand the, 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 please don't let's not lose that, that part of music, you know, like that. I think that's a, as well, like you said, kind of like a very important part of what, music is is being able to go out there and share it with the people the way that it exactly. that hits them the most Um, so are there I know you you just came out with a new album not that long ago and that that one is amazing uh, it's funny do you guys ever uh, something me and my friends always talk about is lyrics Of course, like silly stuff. And I'm not going to be specific. But when Neil comes with the lyrics as a band, do you look at the lyrics and are like, are you amused by how he's able to write, write the way he writes and use the words in the way that he uses them? Because he's very good at that
0: um yeah personally i always love anything he does over top of our riffs right so i'm i'm always happy with whatever he does does, vocal wise it really you know
1: do you ever ask him questions what he means (laughs) Uh, no
0: i just try to figure it out for myself (laughs)
1: just try to come up with your own kind of right right i got (laughs) you
0: I just do the same thing that most of our fans do and try to figure it out on my own.
1: Well, see, that's the, that's the annoying part. You can't figure it out because you don't know if it's, if, it's a, <laughs> if it's a joke or if, it, it, I mean, some people are very intuitive. And artists, I find, are, seem to be very intuitive and probably more closer in vibe to the world and, and the things around them. And, and maybe more empathetic and able to see things that other people can't see. And I think a lot, I think that maybe comes out in his lyrics a lot. I don't know if he means to do that, but maybe may that's how I take it.
0: Um, yes, I would say that is probably the case.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely it's it's good stuff. And uh, it's uh, like I said, I was gonna keep this at. I was told to keep this at a a certain time, and I'm keeping it at a certain time. And uh, I just wanted to be professional. Uh, Tim, I hope you had a good time being on a powwow with Pops. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, thanks for having me. That was easy. Yeah, man, it, it wasn't painful. I just I'm a sociology guy. You know, I just like to learn about people and and, and what their uh, their journey pretty much. And, uh, and it's, man, you, you've really, you've, you've done a, a big dork poser from Florida, really a good one here, man. I appreciate it <laughs> very much. Well,
0: that's good. That's good to hear. Cause yeah, it man. feels to me like it's just, it's just all a continuation of the same journey. It's just, uh, you know, it doesn't really feel like a journey or yeah. work or, yeah. You know, like hard work or a struggle or anything. No, it's definitely. actually a very enjoyable artistic process for me. Yeah, and that's the most important.
1: thing. No, definitely. And I feel the same way. And that's why I said I do this because art is is something that saved my life. You know, and I know it saved a lot of other people's lives. And uh, and I know you guys as a band have uh, created music that has. I mean. I can't tell you the first album, it, it really, <laughs> damn, all the albums are great, but it's like the first time you hear that first album, I, I always, I've played that, I, I still have the cassette, and and if somebody hasn't heard that first album, like some young kid here in Gainesville, like working in a kitchen or something, I'll I'll play it for them, and they'll just be like, what the f- fuck? you know like yeah i'm just like exactly dude listen to the whole thing you know and then like i get to turn these young kids on to clutch and they become clutch fans and it's and it's 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 amazing to see the younger generation and you guys have done it on your own i mean just in line but like that's what i'm trying to do too is just continue the the storyline and let the younger generation know all the bands that were on the forefront of changing a lot of things in our society and making people think. And I think Clutch did that probably unmistakably, but I think you guys did a wonderful job in probably making a lot of young people think and take a time out and maybe think about words that were said in the lyrics and, uh, and taking in the love that they got from the music. So, Tim Salt, thank you so much again well awesome
0: uh, thanks for all the kind words that's great hey, man. you made my day
1: hey you, uh, you you make my week i listen to you guys every morning when i'm at work so oh, cool <laughs> so awesome I, I appreciate you um and again thank you for doing this in such a rough time period the best to you the band your family and everyone else and from the people that listen to a pow-wow with pops we are uh, eternally grateful for your time
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Hopefully, we'll be down in Florida sometime soon. I would,
1: if you guys came to Gainesville, that would be amazing.
0: <laughs> I think we've only been there one time. Yeah,
1: I think so. So yeah, It'd be interesting to see you here because I guarantee you it'd be pri- a pretty wild show. <laughs> so,
0: well, hopefully, it'll happen again.
1: All right, Tim. Salt. So, thank you so much. You have a wonderful evening. Again, take care of yourself, man. Peace.
0: Awesome. Thank you. You too.
1: Bye. Well, everybody, that was Tim Salt from Clutch. I was being professional. I stayed within the 25 minutes. Uh, That's the 25 minutes I was given. I'm not going to be an asshole and go over. And uh, so, yeah, check it out. Tim Salt, Clutch, A powwow with Pops. Love you. Bye. Peace.